It's RYOBI days at the Home Depot. Buy a RYOBI OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select RYOBI OnePlus tools up to an $84 value, free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other RYOBI tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. RYOBI days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Or do they teach you to talk like this in some Panama City sailor want a hump hump bar? Or is this getaway day and your last shot at his whiskey? Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Hey, this is Sugar Shane with another episode of the Sanctuary Sweet Truth. Got Billy D's with me. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a great evening. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Mine was eh, not un- uneventful, not a whole lot. Rearranged the living room, if you count that as anything. But <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. I kind of like it, though. I like where the TV's sitting. If I can just keep the kids out from standing in front of it so you can see the TV, you're doing good. But other than that, uh, I kind of like where it's at. Man. Uh, did you have a good weekend yourself? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, not much, not much to talk about. Just, just another weekend. Yeah, I didn't do nothing. Work one day. I was off Sunday, but that's the day we moved the living room around. Just kind of laid around the house. Didn't do much of nothing. Uh, yeah, that was about it. I can't even think of anything we really watched except we've been watching American Horror Story on Netflix. Uh, oh, okay. I'd already seen the first season, never got into the second one that much yet, so I started them over again so Christina could watch them with me. And we're almost, oh, okay. we're almost, I think we're two episodes off from finishing the first season. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's, uh, it's kind of cool. I mean, it's not, it's called American Horror Story. It's got some little bit of, you know, gore here and there, but it's not as bad as what it sounds, and it's just, uh, right. it's got a good plot. Like one of the things I won't go into, but one of the things that happened in the episode we watched tonight threw Christina for a loop. So it was kind of it's kind of cool to watch it like that. Uh, nineteen game streak, man. Wow. Cleveland Indians are now got a nineteen game streak. That's amazing. I don't know what the record is, but that's got to be getting on up there towards. It. Yeah, I was. I, I don't know much about bas- uh, Excuse me, baseball, but uh, I would imagine that's getting up there. Yeah, I would say it's probably no more than somewhere around 25 or so. I'd have to look it up. I don't know. I should have looked right. it up before, but uh, I just got the news about it a little bit ago. And But 19 games, man, that's unbelievable. At least they're doing something. Ohio State dropped out, dropped to eight uh, when they played Oklahoma. I'll tell you what, Oklahoma's a beast this year, man. I think Oklahoma's yeah. going to be somebody to reckon with. 
Browns, they tried to give it a game. They lost. Uh, uh, an interesting statistic. Ben Roethlisberger has had more wins in Cleveland than every Browns quarterback since 1999 combined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> I told you they had a quarterback problem. I don't know whatever, I remember back in the day, because I've been following football for ages. I remember back in the day when they got Tim Couch and everybody, man, it's like, oh man, he's it, man, he's you know, he's here, he's the second coming to damn Joe Montana to hear them tell it. Shoot, man, what was he doing? It wasn't long. He was at home sitting on the couch. Well, you know, over the years, the quarterback position there has not been the central issue. I, I'm pretty sure that a lot of even coaches just couldn't get that through their head. I don't, I don't care who you are. Okay, you cannot have an offense where the quarterback gets hit the second he gets the ball. No, uh-uh. you, you 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 can't you can't do it. You can have the best quarterback in the world, and if your offensive line can't protect you, you're done. I mean, a man and, can only you know, do so much. You know, for a while there, I was listening to some of those commentators, and they're like, well, you know, we have to get a quarterback that can run and can scramble. In other words, we have to get a quarterback that's really good at running for his life. Now, you tell me that's a way to run a team. Right. You know, I I understand that scrambling and, and quarterbacks doing things like that makes for an exciting highlight reel. But you can't run an offense that way. Running quarterback don't work in the NFL. It just don't happen. you got to have a quarterback that, that can stay in the pocket at least for a few seconds comfortably and release the ball. you you, you got to have that. And, uh, you know, all the years that they had quote-unquote quarterback problems, they didn't have anybody – they didn't have a star runner either. I'm still, right. I'm still not sure that they do. Right. They didn't have outstanding receivers either. You know, so, I mean, the, the offensive line was, wasn't protecting the quarterback. So then, yeah, of course you're going to have quarterback problems. Yeah. They, uh, in all fairness, it's just the first week, you know. Oh, yeah. In all fairness. I mean, do I, you know, I'm not trying to, like I said, I'm glad that New England lost because I got that talk out of the, I was, I mean, I'm not glad, and that's still probably going back to playoffs. That's not what I'm saying. But yeah, I'm glad yeah. they lost only because for the simple fact is I didn't want to hear every time they got a win, are they going to go 16? Are they going to go 16? You know, I'm just, uh, I don't want to hear that all season long. So at least I ain't got to hear that all season. That's already out and out of the way. Right. Falcons won, beat Chicago. Uh, and then my Georgia Bulldogs, they beat Notre Dame. Uh, I heard a lot of people saying they only won by one point. It don't make a shit. They're in the W column. They won. So they won 20 yeah. So they beat Notre Dame. Uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but I do want to make mention this is 9-11 a day. We're still in 9-11 for the next 54, 50, whatever it is, 54 minutes. Uh, and uh, I hope everybody took thought to think back to that day, tragic day, 16 years ago. And uh, I don't think it's something we should ever forget. I don't, I don't think I'll ever forget it until I'm, you know, as long as I live. I'll always remember it, unless I get Alzheimer's right. or something, but... As long as my mind works, I think every day, every year on 9-11, I'll think back to that day. And uh, it's something that it's just tragic that everybody remembers, just like anybody that was alive during JFK when he got shot. They remember that right. day every year. It's just one yep. of them things you can't get away from. And uh, it's the same way with me on 9-11. I mean, it's just something I always remember. Um, I don't sit and watch the coverage all day. 
I don't do that. I, I read the statistics or, you know, I, mean, I know a lot about it, and I don't do that all day because I just know a lot about it. I will watch some of the memorial services occasionally, clips of it here and there and whatnot. Right. But as far as to, like, read the stuff over and over, watch CNN for 24 hours on it, I'm not going to do that. But And if you do, I don't knock that. You know, I'm not saying there's anything against that. It's just something I'm not going to do. But right. I do remember it in my own way. Like I put it on Facebook today, and I got all kinds of responses about where they were at uh, when it happened, what they were doing. Most people that I got were at work, um, and they stopped what they were doing and watching it. But the main thing everybody said, they were just like me. And I think just like the rest of the world, everybody was just completely, utterly shocked. I mean, nobody could sit and tell me that when that happened, they weren't shocked. Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's, there's some things you can say, oh, I'm not really surprised, you know. And there's some things that's happened in the world that I wasn't exactly surprised about, you know. But that one, I did not see that coming from a mile away, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I think that was the main common denominator between everybody that was answering on the post was everybody was just shocked. I know exactly where I was. I won't go into all the details, but I was working at a church doing custodial work. And uh, uh-huh. somebody somebody mentioned something about it, that one of the towers went down. And I went in there and I saw the replay of it and, uh, and on the TV. And I was like, wow. And I was like everybody else in the world. I thought just a plane hit it, you know, got off course or something went bad with a plane, ran out of gas or fuel or, you know, fuel or whatever the case may be and just hit the building. Right, right. That's all I thought. And I think I went back to work and it was just a little bit later. I wasn't long. I heard a second one hit and I was like, nah, this ain't no coincidence here. <laughs> Two planes ain't going to hit at one time, you know, like that. So I knew right, something right. was up. So, uh. You know, keep your theories to yourself if you're a person that's a conspiracy person. That's up to you if you want to be. I don't want to hear it because it just don't make sense to me. It doesn't add up that oh, almost nearly 3,000 lives were lost. Right. For what untold reason makes no sense. People say, oh, they did it to start a war. They could have started a war without killing that, without killing 3,000 people. That wouldn't have done Hell, you ain't got to do that. Osama bin Laden was already on the damn list. They could have went out, went after him without doing that, if they'd wanted to. They knew who he was. He wasn't a mystery. So, all that stuff about demolitions and shit—I don't even want to hear all that. That's crazy oh, ass talk. That's yeah, crazy ass talk. There ain't no way in the world, no way in the world, a demolition did that. I've seen demolitions done in a controlled type of area, and you don't hardly get no debris, no damn where. There was debris that covered all of New York City, all the way back to the Statue of Liberty, for days. I ain't talking about for you know fifteen, twenty minutes, days. Right. No, that wasn't no controlled damn demolition. If you buy that, I got some ocean for a property in Arizona, I'll see. Yeah. Um, I was on my way to work that oh, morning. Yeah. I had I had the radio on and you know, they they were speculating that they had gotten news that a plane had hit the World Trade Center and was and the accident was real bad and they were speculating about whether or not, you know, the airplane was off course or what had happened and I was working in the 
consumer electronics industry at the time. And when I got to where I was working, they had it on the big screens. And uh, the second plane had already hit by the time I got to work. But I remember uh, checking out the replays. And, uh, yeah, that was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. And I and I, and I know I've said it before. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it on this either. But if you do get a chance to go to the Memorial Historic, uh, Museum there in New York City, it's well worth the trip. I'm not saying you're going to go. You might not want to go more than once. The only way I'd probably go again is if I went with somebody and they wanted somebody to go with them. I'd go with them. But as far as going through that ordeal more than one time, I wouldn't just go once a year for fun. Let's put it that way. It is emotionally and mentally draining to go through that museum. I'll warn you heads, heads up. I, I mean, I just give you a heads up on that if you ever do go. It's worth it. It gives you a real eye-opener to the situation. If you're a conspiracy nut, go check it out because it may kill all your conspiracies. It, I mean, I never had any. but Right, right. But it does clear up where you, you would know that there's no way if you did think there was any. And there's just so much there, I mean, from the vehicles to everything. And it's, uh, like I said, it's it's good to see. But uh, but I will tell you, it will if you've got any kind of conscience or any kind of emotion at all, I'm not saying, you, and I wasn't in tears the whole time I was there, but I was just emotionally and mentally drained because I was just sitting here thinking about this and just contemplating right. everything that was going on. It just blew my mind. When I left there, I didn't even want to talk. And this is sugar shame. Probably one of one of the uh, one of the pivotal pictures about that event that was taken was the one called the Falling Man. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but there was a a great big picture that they had on the front page of the World Trade Center, and there was this little little speck, I guess you could call it. And when you examined the picture, it was a human being going straight down, head first. And that picture, I believe, was probably one of the, probably one of the, what's the word I'm looking for here? Not tremendous, but horrifically tremendous pictures ever, ever taken in terms of American history. I believe that picture summed up what happened. Oh yeah, yeah. That picture, and I like that picture that Christina shared from. It was actually came from the museum, where a guy's leading these people down the steps. She shared it today on her right. Facebook page, and I don't know if she shared the story about it, but that guy that's leading them out actually died. It's in the front of that picture. Right. He's leading them out, and he was going back and getting people. And that stairs that he's going down is actually still inside the museum. They're oh, there. okay. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, you can't go down them. They've been leveled off where all the debris and stuff's hit it, and they've, but the stairs are still there. You can still make out that it was steps. And it's just, and I mean, you go around in my mind, I don't know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure anybody who's got any sense thinks like this, but when I'm going around that turn, I look at them staircases, and I'm thinking, man, there's people that claw, scrape their way to try to get out of here. Going down these steps trying to get to safety right it's unreal 
Well, the the people that I always were most troubled by were the people that were on the top floors that that knew it was a hopeless situation for how long. I mean, they were up there. Oh yeah. You know, that's a long time to know that help isn't coming. That's why they were jumping and. And I'm not trying to get oh, yeah. them to. They, they, they were not, crazy from the heat, sure. I mean, that's right. what it does to you. Yeah, I mean. Uh, and I was, I'm was i not trying to get into a religious type deal here. But I had a pastor at the time that this happened. And uh, there was people that came to him with the thing of these people that jumped out the window. You know, the windows and jumped to their death knowing they were going to die. Was that the same as suicide? And he made it very clear that to him it wasn't. These people were doomed already. They were going to die anyhow. You know, it's not like they were voluntarily trying to kill themselves. You know, right? You, don't, you know, why burn up when you can jump out a window? Yeah, they were choosing how they were going to die. Right, right, right. right. I would have jumped too if I was in the yeah. same situation. Well, I can tell you, the heat does something to you mentally. You're you're in a semi shock state to begin with. You're deprived of oxygen. And uh, the heat makes you, uh, I'm not, I don't want to use the word crazy, but you get this manic type thing where I'm getting out of here. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it causes I, you to panic I, extremely. Yeah, and, and uh, the, that is, you don't really have the feeling, well, I'm going to kill myself. It's right. just, I, <clears throat> I'm getting out of this heat because it was just like being in an oven up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean that burn, that, that that fuel burning like it was. Shoot, yeah. There ain't no way. Uh, but some people they want to, you know, I don't know where they come from, but they want to say that people committed suicide, and you know, uh, and I'm like, those people didn't commit suicide, man. Come on, that's not the same. That's nowhere near the same. If somebody's just sitting in a house and says, "Oh, I'm just tired of life," and blows their brains out, there's a big difference. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? That's the same argument that I use for assisted suicide. I mean, when you're in your final stages and you're dying from some horrible disease and you choose to die a certain way, I I don't know that that qualifies as suicide because just like the people who are jumping out of windows – Right. They were they were choosing how they were going to die, but death was inevitable. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, uh, I'm not. I don't have my, all my stuff lined up to where I know factuals about whatever. But I'm. But if I was having brain cancer and they told me I got two months to live, why would I want to suffer? I mean, you've seen yeah. people with cancer and stuff. Why would you want your family to see you go down like that? So. And I'm not saying that you have to make that choice. No, no. Everybody has You should a be able to. Make. I believe you but, should be able right, to. Right. But I'm just yeah. saying if you want to make that choice, it's guaranteed your doctor has said you're going to die. There's no way around it. Why, could, why shouldn't you be allowed to make that choice? And you know what's interesting? And we're getting slightly off topic here, but the one thing I would point out, is if I if I were to tell somebody how to live their life, they would never they would never accept that. Never. If if I told them they had to live their life this way or I had to live that way, they would never accept that. Oh no. Yet for, yet for some reason, we accept it when people tell us how you have to die. Yeah. 
And, you know, these people say, well, you can't die that way. You have, you have to, you have to let it run its course. And to me, that's, we have this idea (coughs) that death is something that has to be fought. It's, we have this grim reaper this this caricature of death that we have to fight death you now the that death comes like a thief in the night and you have to defend yourself against it and in actuality these are very unnatural concepts of death uh, i've often said native americans have a much better concept of what it is but it's part of the life cycle and this idea that you have to fight or that we should make people. Here again, the choice should be theirs. That we have to force people to fight to the last puke choked breath is is uh, is a bit bizarre. Yep. Um, and and uh, choosing how you want to die is is to me as as part of your as much of your rights as how you went to live and i understand that there's always the chance that life in some way shape or form is going to get devalued you know by that but that that's why there has to be strict guidelines in terms of how it can be implemented well that's why you know alan cox He's all for suicide, even if you even if you're healthy. If you're depressed and you don't want to live anymore, if you want to have suicide assistance, that's up to you. Sure, life. Yeah, I don't go that far. No, I, I wouldn't feel. I wouldn't uh, yeah. feel right about that. I might. Well, yeah. I might. Well, get you some help. Get you some. You know, say, you know, get you some mental help. I can see authorizing that, but I don't see. You know, I couldn't kill nobody that was <laughs> that was perfectly healthy, right. and they just came to my office and said, "I'm just tired of living." You know can't get no bills paid and ain't worth living anymore would you mind killing me i'd be like no can't do that right. it would have to be a terminally ill disease and no options yeah. at all you're done it would have to be that yeah and in, in certain states that have it it varies but you know there has to be a, a, an agreement from a number of doctors that your situation is is is, is outlined medically you have to be within those guidelines because you you don't want people to say well you know I'm not sure I want to go through this. And then, then their family encourages them to kill themselves, especially when there's an inheritance involved. <laughs> right. You know, you have to be you have to be careful that it doesn't get abused. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, as long as, as uh, the, the, medical, the medical criteria is met and the legal criteria is met and you're within those guidelines, um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want to deny that horrible decision from anybody. That that's just. I wouldn't uh, want to live that way. I'll be honest with you, man. I don't know if uh, I couldn't find anybody to do it. I'd probably do it myself. I know that sounds bad, but it's just the truth. I wouldn't. No, I, I I've always I've always said I don't want to be in a nursing home. I don't want to be laying in a bed having nobody wipe my ass and can't do for myself. I don't want to ever be like it. I, yeah. I will. Not, I don't want to be like it. You know, people say, "Well, that's what they you know they're there for. They love you." No, I don't care. Uh. Uh-uh. I know they say for better or for worse, but when it gets that worse, it's time for me to kick on out. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just, you know, there's so much you can take. I do want to make mention real quick before we get into a little bit of more stuff here is uh, It. I'm going to see it tomorrow night. Yeah. So I will let you know how it was Thursday. Uh, don't want to ruin the movie for you, but my brother, he's already went and saw it. 
And he said the only thing, he didn't tell me about the movie itself, but he did. I don't know if you ever seen the first one. No. Okay. Well, they flash back in the first one. I think it was actually made for TV, but they flash back between the, in the first one between the kids and then when they were older. Because it's about these kids that have an experience, and then when they get older, some more experiences. Well, from what he said, this movie is all about when they were kids, and there's going to be a part two about when they were adults, when they become adults. So. Man. Yeah, I think it'll be a pretty good movie. The only thing I'm worried about with this movie is that these clowns are going to come out come Halloween, man. That's what I'm worried about. These nuts want to walk up and down the road and hold balloons and crazy stuff. I'm yeah, we, you now, we had that problem about a year ago. Remember there yeah. was all those people? Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, if you want them clowns with a balloon, you stand in front of my damn car, I ain't hitting the brakes, Jack. Yeah. You better move. That's all I can tell you, because I ain't stopping for you. Uh, Irma, um, it has already went through, I think, just about all of Florida now. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty well through there, from what I understand. Yeah. Matter of fact, my Obviously, home, they still have problems, yeah, but... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. My home, where I was lived, born and raised, started raining at 7 o'clock this morning, and as of just a few minutes ago, my aunt Facebook messaged me and told me it's still raining. been raining all day. Ain't still Really? Yeah, mm. 50 mile an hour gust. There's a lot of people out of power down there. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, matter of fact, Hartsfield Airport, which is the busiest airport in the world in Atlanta, has already has canceled hundreds of flights today because of it. They had to cancel quite a, a number of flights. Uh, they're warning you know down in. Oh, go ahead. I, I, I was just going to. I'm speculating here. Um, I've often wondered, you know, with. Electrocution being a big, big problem because you have live power lines that are down and everything, and you and you, you've probably seen these videos with sparks flying and everything. The one thing I've never understood is when they know that's going to happen. When you have a why hurricane, they, that's, yeah, what, why don't they just turn it off? Yeah, everybody's evacuating anyway. Just turn the damn power off. Yeah, yeah, that don't make no sense. I, I understand and I, that. Yeah. Yeah, the power is going to go off anyway. I understand you can't do that normally because there's people who have medical machines and all that that require that power. But in that situation, it's going to go off anyway. Right. And in hospitals and all that have have emergency generators for that purpose. And, uh, um, you know, I've never understood, especially if if you're in an area where the distribution is almost entirely by suspended wires. Um, why not turn it off? Yeah. But I, I, maybe there's a reason. I don't know. Man, I'm talking about something I probably don't know enough about. But yeah, I don't know exactly why. I mean, I can understand from the like you said, people with it need it for oxygen and stuff. But if you're already evacuating and everything, everybody's supposed to be out of there. I mean, I hate to say it that way. If they stayed, you know, I, I don't know how to explain that. But I mean, heck, I understand where you come from. Because people could die from that electrocution. But, yeah. Uh, they're saying in Florida they're warning about snakes and alligators once this is over with. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Man, I tell you what. Whoo-wee. Alligators, man. Me and my uncle one time, we were in Jekyll Island, right there, not too far from the Florida line in Georgia. It's near Savannah. And uh, we were riding through through there in the park, and all of a sudden I looked down, there was an alligator, man. You talk about a son of a gun. It was pedaling fast as hell. It was me. <laughs> Whoo! I respect them, but I don't mind. You know, that's why I was telling somebody the other day, not trying to get off on the subject, but they were talking about, you know, people and everything. I said, I didn't say you got to hate people. I said, you know, if somebody, but if there's somebody you don't agree with or don't get along with, 
You don't have to hate them, but that don't mean you got to be around them. I said, I respect alligators. I said, I don't want to go out and kill every one of them. But, right, I sure I hell ain't go, right. but I sure as hell ain't gonna go stick my hand in damn pit either. I understand. So Absolutely. I mean, same way with people. Just because they're there, don't mean you go mingle with them. Just because, you know, if you know they're bad company, don't go around it. Simple as that. Well, you know the the other thing, and I haven't heard heard them talk about this too much. But one of the real dangers with a flood like that, naturally, you have wild animals and things like that that are involved. But the other real hazard to me, which would be much more common and much, and, and much more serious, is the the possibility of toxicity. I mean, the oil and all the stuff and that's coming up from the sewer and all that crap. And I mean, I mean you can imagine the, the mess that that is. Oh, got to be. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, there is a club down there. I don't know if you've ever heard of this club. It's in Land Lakes. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right. It's called the C-A-L-I-E-N-T-E. I don't even know how you pronounce that. Caliente, I guess, club. And they've taken in 109 members of the club to help give them places to stay and stuff. So, yeah, it's a nudist colony. But, hey, it is a nudist colony, but... They said most of the people there keep clothes on at this time, but they let people, you know, dress how they want. So if you want to take a marriage, you got kids, just be on, just be on the nose that, hey, you might see some bare ass way out there. It is a nudist colony. Yeah. Well, the U.S. Well, I'm, tell, I'm not telling you, those things, aren't, uh, they're not cracked up to, to, oh, to what I you... Can... No, no, they, 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 it's I'm not sure pretty. Some of, I'm sure, I was about to say, I'm sure there's some of them some of bitches I don't want to say naked. <laughs> Most I'm, of them, yeah. I'm, yeah, I was about to say, I'm, I'm sure it ain't like damn bottles walking around. <laughs> yeah, that's just it. Yeah, everybody imagines all these, you know, Victoria's Secret models walking around. No, it's not like that. <laughs> no, hell no. Uh-uh. So, yeah, I'm sure most of them I don't want to say naked. Uh, yeah, it's it's more, it's more like the missing links that are walking around. <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say, in my forty-two years, I've done a lot, but I've never been to one. <laughs> but I doubt I ever will. To me, what ta- to me, what takes the fun out of it? I mean, it's kind of everybody just walks around naked. I'm like, well, man, what's there to pursue? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know they're not having sex with everybody. I know it ain't that kind of place. No, no, no. I, I, everybody gets that image in their head, too. Like, hey, we go to a nudist college. We'll have wild orgies around there. No, it ain't like that. UN approved sanctions on North Korea. Uh, from what I hear, one of the reasons why they approved the sanctions on North Korea is because of Trump's relationship with China. Supposed to be a travel ban on Kim Jong Bong Jung or whatever the hell he is, but it's a lot of a lot of stuff's going to be banned. I don't know all the ins and outs of the sanctions, but they have approved the sanctions now, so that's going to go into effect. North Korea made a statement that that USA will pay if the if for uh, pay a price for all this shit and all that. So I don't know what's going to go down. They hold us responsible for the sanctions, which we are probably in a big part because. We have a lot of pool in the UN. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, did you hear about this Miss America contest? I never. I haven't watched Miss America in years. I mean years. I don't even right. know if it still comes on TV. To be honest with you, but I mean it's been years. Um, they're saying they believe that North Dakota won it instead of this other person that was running. 
Okay. And the reason being is because she got up, and when they give you all them questions about what you're supposed to answer, she uh-huh. was bashing Donald Trump. Made oh. it a political thing, just like all these other people are doing now. Made it a whole... Yeah. It was North Dakota that won. And she made it all about politics when she started giving her answers. And you could hear the crowd just cheering her. Raising hell. <laughs> You know, I I understand the need to exercise your First Amendment rights or what have you. Know, I get that, and I can understand there's important issues out there, and I get all the talking points. But we're we're getting to the point now where you can't take a dump and wipe your ass without hearing some political view, right? And I don't care if it's a beauty contest or or a ball game or uh, your local. Town parade. There's somebody running their mouth about something, and, and it's, it's it's gotten to the point now where there is no separation between life and politics. It's no. 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day, man. And if you want to express your opinion, that's fine, like you said. But start a podcast like we do. Yeah. I mean, start a podcast. We talk about politics on here. But if we're invited to a function. We ain't going to stand there and talk about damn Donald Trump and badmouth or badmouth anybody, for that matter, the whole damn time with air on politics. You got to know when the time and a place. When to say it, when not to say it. And I don't think a Miss America pageant is a place to say it. I don't care if you're running for it. I don't care if they ask you. Or whatever. I don't know exactly what the question was. I'm sure it was involved around politics or something, and she came out and started bashing on Trump. So, hear about them t- uh, that shooting in Texas? No, I haven't. I think it was yesterday or the day before. A football party was going on in Texas. All these people were gathered together, and kids, I guess, a college. I believe it was college. They were all gathered together and uh, watching a football game. And this fella comes in, just starts guns a-blazing. Killed seven people and injured two. And when the officer got there, he came in and shot the guy that was with the, that was doing the shoot. So eight people killed counting the shooter. Wow. I don't know what in the hell that was, about what. I don't know what the, what the deal was, if he was pissed at somebody there at the party, or what it was. And they said he just came in just a-blazing. He just pulled up in the yard and went in straight away, shooting. Wow! Didn't even stop saying that. That was it was in Texas. I want to. I know it starts with a P, but I can't pronounce. I didn't write that down. I can't remember exactly what the name of the city was, but it was a. But it was in Texas. Mexico, speaking of oh, go ahead. Speaking of, I was just going to say, speaking of recklessness with guns, have you heard about those people shooting at the storm? Somebody started oh some sort God. of a. Yeah, somebody started some sort of a, a Facebook page, and it was supposed to be a joke. All right. And the next thing you know, it's getting out of hand. And they had these warnings out about how dangerous that was because, <laughs> because you know, you shoot into high winds like that, that bullet could go anywhere. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, but I mean, it just, uh, it's just amazing to me how What how were they doing? They were shooting sharknadoes? Oh, uh, that's another one, too. I mean, what in the hell? <laughs> I mean, what the hell were they shooting at? I mean, oh my God! 
that's stupid people out there, man. It's like them idiots that have, sometimes they have hurricanes, and they go out there and tie themselves to a damn tree. Or they get out there and stay, they're going to stand on the damn beach and just drink, don't make a damn. The storms are serious business. Yeah. You learn to respect the storms. Where I lived at in Douglasville, one's already died today. And that didn't even really? where the hurricane was. Yeah, a tree fell on them. Oh, yeah. That's very yeah. dangerous. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it ain't no damn joke. People make a joke out of this shit. And I'm like, buddy, you've been in one. You won't be thinking it's a joke. Uh, Mexico, they had an earthquake. Well, right. Since the past week or so. Uh, 58 dead last I heard. I don't know what the total count is now. That was the last I heard. Was 58 dead in the earthquake. And uh, Not trying to be funny. This is no joke to the earthquake in no way, shape, form, or fashion. I hate 58 people died. But the first thing I thought of when I heard is, I guess, well, Mexico ain't going to be building no damn wall now. They're going to be busy trying to rebuild. City. They ain't going to have no money to do all that shit. Yeah. I mean, now they're going to have to be, now they're concerned with that. Not that they was ever concerned with building a wall anyway. I thought that was bullshit, but I'm just saying. Right. And I got a story here, uh, kind of a good story, bad story type deal. Aaron and Sarah Renard, they've been given school supplies for a school down the street for them, from them. They bought okay. a bunch and gave them away. And this kind of hits close to home because... Uh, it's for their, their seven-month-old son passed away. He was seven months old when he passed away. Oh. He was born February of 2012. So he died a month before my son was born. And his name is the same as my son, Caleb. Oh. They were both named Caleb, so uh, I hated that for him, man. That's just, ooh, you don't know, man. Stuff like that, stuff like that, it just tears me up. I feel for him. Boy, I could never imagine going through something like that. Mm. Adidas, Germany. I guess they got a a, a uh, It's in Germany. I guess they have their own factory over there or something, and they put out certain shoes that we don't put out over here. I'm imagining. I guess that's the way it looked like in the article. Oh, okay. They are releasing for Oktoberfest. Now I'm sure you can order them if you need these because Oktoberfest is coming up. I'm sure you can right. go online and probably order them through Germany if you want them. They're releasing the Vomit and Beer Repellent Sneakers. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> That's no lie. Uh, That's just fucked up. Thankfully, I've never needed a pair. And I don't think I'll need any this year. Right. If you have a habit of puking on your shoes or spilling beer on your shoes, somehow get a hold of Adidas in Germany, and I'm sure they'll get you a pair sent to you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. NASCAR playoff starts this Sunday. I know I know you don't follow NASCAR. I don't follow it like right. I used to, as I've said before. I don't sit and watch the races, but I do keep up with everything. And uh, their playoff system starts this Sunday where they race a while. I forget how many races it is. They start off with 16 drivers. They cut four more out, then four more, and then they get down to the final four. But um, the one I'm really rooting for, and only 50 points separates first place and 16th place. 
Right. Now, if you don't understand what that means, if you don't follow NASCAR enough, first place could finish last, or not even necessarily last, do have a bad race, and the 16th place car win, they'll have the points lead. That's how close the points are. Oh, okay. So, um, 50 points separates the whole deal. I'm hoping Austin Dillon, he's in the points chase. I would love to see him win it. He's the one who drives the number three car now. He drives the Dillon Hart car. And he's in the chase. So that'd be that'd be awesome. But Martin Truex, he's having a hell of a year. Hell of a year. Hmm. Uh, uh, did you hear about, uh, it's a Fox analyst named Brian Kilmeade. Kilmeade, I think it said his name was. He was in an interview. All right. On, on TV. And somehow they got the topic up, and he started comparing 9-11 monuments. <laughs> oh, jeez. I can't believe this shit. Billy, how do we not have a job working for fucking Fox or CNN? How do we I not have a that. job working for Fox 8 or any goddamn body? This dude gets on national fucking TV and says that, I wonder if in a hundred years they're going to tear down the... 9-11 monuments like they did Robert E. Lee and all that with the Confederate monuments. I looked at that and I was like, buddy, that ain't even a fucking comparison, man. Right. You can't even compare them two. One was a tragedy that caused a division. The other was a tragedy to a whole United Nation that helped to form Unity, if only for a brief point of period of time. Right. In this country. And I say that because, sadly enough, it was a brief period of time. Yeah. Six months later, this country, everybody was back to business as usual. Don't mean to be mean, just being honest. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I always hear that, the, you know, well, 9 11 changed everything. No, it didn't. No, hell no. It changed how no. we do things security wise. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. That it changed. Change where we got cameras on the streets and all this, and everybody do the big brother and all that. Yeah, it changed that. But no, it didn't change nothing about how people are. And I hate to say it, but we could have another one and the same damn thing would happen. Six months later, we'd be right back to what we're doing now. I mean, hell, I watched 9 11, saw it happen. And to see, sadly, because I think in these channels, I'm sitting there watching TV. Next day or two or whatever it is, Oprah Winfrey's at some damn baseball stadium. They all stand around praying or whatever it is they're doing, and yeah, and everything. And the first thing I did is I looked at somebody and I said, "That I won't last long." I said, "I, I, I said I hate to say it, but that, that right there is just going to be short lived." Because the problem is, is tragedy is the only thing that ever makes people think. And once the tragedy subsides. They don't give a shit no more. Once they get back in their own peaceful lives and their comfort zone, they don't think about nothing else. Yeah. And that's just the whole cold truth. Yeah, I wished it wasn't that way, but it is that way. But it brought unity for a, for a brief period of time. That's what I'm saying. You can't compare the two. No, those monuments will never be tore down. Stupid ass. How in the hell you even could Brock? I'd have fired his ass on the spot. Or at least called him in there and had a damn heart-to-heart -heart with him and been like, what in the hell are you thinking? Where'd you go to school? Let me see your resume again. <laughs> 
I mean, hell, I ain't never even been to journalism school, and I can think not to say something dumb as hell as that. There's no comparison, because one was, and even, now, even though I'm not caring one way or the other, I've said it before, with the Confederate monuments, I don't give a shit one way or the other whether to tear them down or not. I don't give a flying damn, because it doesn't affect me. I don't think about it that way. I don't care. If you want them down, take them down. If you don't, you don't. I don't care. Don't make a shit to me. I'm not gonna get out. In the, I'm not gonna get out in the street and protest with you, and I'm not gonna get stand up and say anything about it because I don't give a damn. I don't have an opinion. There's no point in me getting up and saying anything about it because I don't give a shit. Right, right. But there is no comparison between that and 9/11 monuments. None. Just like if you go to Israel. There's uh, the museum in Jerusalem. They got a museum there for World War II and all that was done to the Jews. That ain't gonna go nowhere. Same difference. Tragedy happened to a whole, not to a select, divided few. So that's all I'm saying on that. We're about out of time. I got this on. We got most of them done. We got like one or two more. But uh, that being said, you got anything? We're good, man. All right. Well, y'all have a safe few days. I'll let you know Thursday how it was. Hope it's worth a damn. Uh, other than that, keep 9-11 in mind. Uh, view it in your head. And think about, do we have to go through that again in order to try to have unity in this country? Because the way things are going, we're divided as hell, politically socially, culturally, any way you can think about it. Y'all have a good one. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's... A burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. And now, an ad from Dad. All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.